If you are somebody who is involved with your management system or running your organization or you've got some influence over the people running your organization, in this video and in this live stream, we're going to be talking about the five elements to ensure that, or part one, five elements that you need to ensure you include in your 2021 strategy. This is a two-part series. We're gonna be covering 10 elements. I touched on the 10 elements last week and what we're doing here at Best Practice. This session is for you guys. It's about building out the strategy and understanding how you fit into your organization. If you're part of an organizational chart, you know, in, in the different parts of the organization, if you are a CEO or you are a business leader or work very closely with a CEO, or general manager of a business, it's important that these 10 elements are being considered on a year-by-year -year basis as part of the growth strategy of the organization. So for 2021, we're gonna get, we're gonna kick this off. I'm gonna go through the, the 10 elements in a two-part series. In this particular video today, we're gonna be covering the first five. So we'll go through those five. Then in the live stream next week, we'll go through the second five. This is for you guys, I'm live. And we've just had a long weekend, so I apologize. I've uh, got a bit of a beard on the go at the moment, um, and I do need a haircut. But um, we've just had a great Australia Day long weekend, uh, which has been really good because we've kind of been locked down. We just had five days of amazing weather here in Sydney, Australia. So it's been excellent. Everybody's rested and, and had lots of relaxation. So we're straight back into it to look at the five things to include in your 2021 strategy. If you haven't checked it out already, we do take the audio of these live streams and we put them onto the Kobe Simmet Audio Experience podcast. So if you haven't checked out our podcast and you do want to listen to this again, you can download the Kobe Simmet Audio Experience from your favorite podcast platform. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm going to go through the five strategic elements to include in your strategic plan. They form part of a business management system. So if you are getting together on a quarterly basis and you are doing management reviews, if you do an annual review and, and you, you have a you know annual strategic planning and you really wanna test your strategy, you could run a test where you could give the management team of the organization, give yourselves a score out of five on each of these 10 elements that I'll go through in these two videos. So let's get straight into it. These are, the symptoms or the elements that determine the likelihood of success. The most likely reason for your organization to continue to have success is to have a tailwind from a trend. So 46% of your success of your organization in terms of viral or rapid growth is going to be through the pivoting and ensuring that you're pivoting to be on the front of trends. And I'll talk about that. There's a deep dive in what I'm talking about. Uh, probably the best book around the topic I'm talking about today is to look at Strategy Beyond the Hockey Stick, which is this particular book here. Um, it's excellent. It's People, Probabilities and Big Moves to Beat the Odds by Chris Bradley, Martin Hurt and Sven Smit uh, by McKinsey and Company. So there, there is a deep dive on a lot of these elements in this particular book, but I just want to give you the high level points as we go through it. So the first element to be considering is ensuring that your 2021 strategy is continuing to grow your revenue, your business management system, your risk management system. It's very important that one of the top tier elements is that your, more, your organization is more likely to succeed the bigger it gets. So revenue growth is important and we talk about that and sometimes that revenue growth you know, gets in the way of other conversations, but it, it is super important, these 10 elements as part of growing, strategically growing your organization. So you're more likely to be successful as your revenue increases. So ensuring that you're looking at revenue increases and we can start to talk about how you might go about doing that. Obviously more sales, 
But if you can be looking at trending products or services in your industry and backing winners, that's something to consider as we, you know, as we go forward. And what we're doing here at Best Practice is we're starting to invest in the best practice talent business. So we've got a recruitment business. That's just a case study on an example of a winner. We're going to put more resources into that business because it's going quite well. Uh, and, that, and I'll talk about that as we go through, um, uh, go through this process. The second uh, element to be making sure you're considering as part of your strategic plan is your debt capacity or the strength of your balance sheet. So that's about a shock absorber. So in 2020, with the pandemic hitting many businesses, the businesses that had strong balance sheets or they had good borrowing capacity, so they're not maxed out, they're not fully maxed out on their credit card, that they have got good borrowing capacity meant that they can use that as a backup plan. Now, I'm going to talk about some initiatives that you could run in your organization as you go. Um, and we can talk about that as we're going forward. We just got some technical issues here. You're good to go. Okay, so um, what you want to be looking at is ensuring that your management team are looking at and considering and making sure you've got an element on debt capacity and that your debt or your borrowing capacity is increasing. So what we're looking at there is uh, balance sheets. So there's a bunch of companies that had you know, sh massive share price drops in 2020 with the pandemic, but they've continued to exist, exist because your balance sheet or your assets on hand uh, helps you with your shock absorber. So that, that could be ultimately it's liquidity so easy, easily accessible cash at a good commercial rate and, and making sure that you've got that so that you can take on opportunities. You can take on capital expenditure projects. You can take on research and development. You can take on you know, acquisitions of other businesses. You can be starting to make moves or big moves because you've got access to extra cash. Not necessarily capital from shareholders. This is about debt capacity and using debt in a smart way. So borrowing money, it's an arbitrage. So getting cheap money that's borrowed and it turns into a huge amount of value in your organization and you can service that debt with the growth, with the growth that, uh, that you're looking towards. So I see a few people have come on and are watching us live. Um, let me know in the comments where you are watching from. It was great. We had a great global audience last week. Uh, if you are watching this after the recording, still comment. I go through and read all of the comments and we'll read any questions you might have if we miss them uh, and we'll answer them in next session. So the comments on LinkedIn and the comments on YouTube, that's your platform to ask questions and I'm here to answer them. I'm here for you right now to answer any questions you've got. So if you are somebody who's part of a management system, you're part of the business, you're part of the management team of a business um, and you're really starting to look at what you need to focus on in 2021 with your commercial growth strategy, uh, I'm talking about the 10 elements that you need to cover off. So let me know in the comments what's happening. This is the first video of a two-part series if, I, if you've just come on uh, and joined us. So let me know in the comments, let me know where you are watching from, where you are in the world. Uh, and if you want to give your organization a shout out, please do a shout out in the comments. And, and even if you want to type in the link to your company's website, then um, please go ahead and do that. Okay, so we've covered size in terms of revenue. It's very important to be having a, a very good, clear focus on growing revenue. Uh, and, and that is month on month or year on year. You want to have revenue growth, uh, debt capacity. You want to be constantly increasing your debt capacity. You're very aware of it. And if, you, if you're not sure about that, go and start the conversations with your banker or, or a financier around how much money the business can borrow as a business. And then you want to put that as a KPI or benchmark. We're currently able to borrow X amount of money for different types of projects, capital expenditure projects, research and development or acquisitions. 
Okay, so a measure of success or something to be focusing on in 2021 with your commercial growth strategy is research and development. What, may, what market research projects have you got going right now? What market research are you looking at in terms of your existing customers or new customers? Existing products or new products? Existing products and services, new products and services. So what research and development projects have you got going on right now to be looking for trends, to be looking for the front of a trend? Now, often finding a trend is something that kind of makes sense, but there's no sense of urgency. When it becomes a sense of urgency, it's already here. If we talk about um, you know, things like hand sanitizer, there's no point right now in kind of going and starting a hand sanitizer business because all of those businesses that make hand sanitizer already are kind of starting to establish themselves. So I don't think that's going to be like an increased trend in terms of making hand sanitizer or face masks, for example. That's kind of been here, it's done, it's gone. There's established markets now and it's starting to be commoditized. We're starting to look for cheaper hand sanitizer and cheaper masks. So we really want to be at the front of that trend. So you really want to be asking yourself, what are the projects we're running in 2021 that are research and development specifically focused to bring new products and services to market uh, to our existing or our new, so any new customers and it's a bit of a quadrant. So new customer, existing customer, new product, existing product. So can we bring new products and services to our existing customers? Can we bring uh, our existing products and services to new customers? Can we bring new products and services to new customers? So that research and development and investment in research and development. So you can spend money from your balance sheet. You can spend money from liquid that you've got available, liquid cash you've got available, or borrowing money. So hence the need for an increase in debt capacity uh, is going to allow you to do that. Okay, the research and development projects are going to be looking for industry trends. So what industry trends are you focusing on? What industry trends are you looking for in your industry or compatible industries? So tangible industries that sit beside you. Last year, I talked lots in our webinars about you as a person. What are the parallel competencies that you're learning? So if you are in a core management position, are you learning about sales? You know, in your time out, and your own professional development, what deliberate practice, what deliberate learning are you doing? So the business is no different. We need to be looking at industries like complementary industries and looking for industry trends. And we can basically, you know, 2021, a lot of people were like kind of exhausted with the term pivot. A lot of industries needed to, they needed to move you know, a lot of businesses needed to move into a new industry just to survive. So people could go and keep earning income so they could keep making revenue, not let alone grow revenue. So I think the pandemic was a really good opportunity to shine a light on people who were maybe getting a little bit complacent, businesses and people getting a little bit complacent with where they were. So what industry trends are you looking for and what industry trends are you doing research and development into and what are you seeing and what are you then starting to invest in? It's very important to make sure you've got industry trend research projects happening with a view to making investments against those to give you some future. So we saw a trend here at Best Practice about four years ago where we were getting asked to help with recruitment and finding people. So we started Best Practice Talent and we started that four years ago. That business is now starting to get going. So the investments we made were worth it. It's now starting to get some momentum. And in fact, it looks like it might end up being a bigger business than our core business. And that will be part of our pivot. So hiring and investing in managers um, and people for your organization 
that's what we found. You know, we're really good at understanding strategy. We're really good at understanding how to run businesses. So it's easy for us to find and recruit people that are good at running businesses because we know, you know, we know how to do it ourselves. Standard recruiters, if you like, are kind of really good at recruitment, but they may not necessarily understand, you know, the emp- or have empathy towards the kind of role that we're uh, we're putting together. So if you've just come online and you're watching us live on YouTube, or you are watching us uh, after after on the recording, let me know in the comments where you are watching from. Okay, I'm going to get to number five right now, which is geographic trends. There's the six P's of marketing. You may have heard of the six P's of marketing: product, pl- price, place, promotion, people, place. There's features in there quite highly. And so for your organization, are you in the right spot? You may have previously been in the right spot. I've made some really poor decisions in my career about putting the business where I want it to be, not where the market wants it to be. And that's something that we're considering for 2021 is where do we need to put the business? Now, geographically, uh, that's a metaphor for also online. And so we're starting to see a lot of traction from our work on YouTube and a lot of traction from our work on LinkedIn. So that's why we're broadcasting live. So the place geographically that our business is doing marketing and helping people right now is YouTube and LinkedIn. And I want you to be thinking about that. What research and development are you looking for in terms of the trend with your customers? Every year, I see in our business, the age of our customer stays the same. So where they consume their information changes as you know, a younger and younger generation. So I'm getting a year older every year. And, but the people that we deal with typically are about the same average age per year as organizations move through their different timelines of maturity. So we're seeing a trend of our buyers moving onto social media and we're ahead of that trend. So I want you to be thinking about that. What trend, you know, the younger people that you deal with, uh, the younger people that buy from you and buy from your organization, where are they doing their research? Where are they doing their research into their suppliers and the people they want to buy products and services to? So you're a seller of your products and services in your organization. You need buyers in the organizations that you're going to work with, with your customers. And are they moving online? Are they moving to social media? How are they validating information? How are they validating promises? What is the geographic trend that might be occurring? And what is your research and development into that space? So they're the top five I'll just go over them again. Size in revenue, focusing on your projects, what you're doing with your organization to increase revenue. Very, very important. Something to be you know, right up there. Increasing revenue across your portfolio. Uh, next week, I'll talk about you know, backing winners and canceling losers from revenue lines in your organization. But starting to look at what revenue lines from what, if you've got different products and different services in your organization, which ones are growing, which ones are declining, uh, focusing on growing revenues and, and investing in the areas where you can see early signs of growth, uh, continuing to back that. Uh, not being delusional, I think that's important. That's something that I've made the mistake of in the past is constantly backing something that's just not, it's, it's, it's commoditized, it's a contracting industry, and I've stayed invested in those places when in actual fact I should have you know, failed fast. So size in terms of revenue in, in your revenue distribution. So having a look at breaking up your revenue and seeing where that's going to increase. Obviously, debt capacity, because you want to give yourself an opportunity to do some big moves uh, with research and development or acquisitions, those kinds of things. And I'll talk about that in more depth next week. Uh, just quickly, I'm going to stop there for a moment. If, has anyone got any questions? Now, this a lot of people ask me the question, how does this fit into the quality system? It's very important to be setting quality objectives and targets 
or management objectives and targets against these 10 elements. Against a quality objective and target against size in revenue. A quality objective and target against debt capacity and managing debt in the organization. This is how your business management system drives the strategic growth of your organization and it, and it fits right there in the business planning objectives and targets component of any of the ISO standards, including ISO 9001. So for those of you that have sort of hung around for that comment who are interested in ISO 9001 or growing organizations or using your management system to grow your organization, that's where it fits. Uh, research and development projects. So size in terms of revenue, increasing debt capacity, research and development. What quality objectives and targets have you got re for research and development? Not necessarily just customer satisfaction surveys. You're using customer satisfaction surveys and talking to your customers about, well, what are they, what's changing for them? What demands are on them? Um, doing deep dives with customers so that you can do some research and development into the existing customers or potentially future customers. Industry trends, what's happening from an industry trend perspective, and then obviously geographical or platform trends. So we are seeing platform trends. We're seeing obviously some upticks in terms of TikTok as a platform trend. And we're seeing that, you know, the business market finding its voice on TikTok. Uh, last week, we signed up for Clubhouse, which is like kind of an online version of a talkback radio where people organize rooms and they're, they're having online discussions, like kind of like podcast discussions. So voice, um, so spending time on our podcast, spending time on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a new voice app. Um, so it's, it's those sorts of things. We're seeing a trend in that direction. So we're going to be focusing on that trend and doing more with it. Okay, next week in the, the five elements of the 2021 commercial growth strategy, I'll be going through mergers and acquisitions and why they're an important part of your management system and your, your quarterly and annual reviews that you're going to be doing in 2021. So this year in 2021, you're going to be doing your quarterly management reviews. You're, you're probably going to be doing an annual planning day. You're going to be setting budgets or the business is going to be doing those things. It's important to make sure that these 10 elements in these videos are included in that, including conversations about mergers and acquisitions and divestments. What products or services are you going to kill off this year that are not giving you, they're not, they're not generating profit, they're not generating good revenue, they are creating headaches for the business and they're not, there's no strategic reason to continue to run them. So it's important to be having conversations about that. They can create a huge amount of negative energy in your organization. We want to talk about next week why that's important. Resource reallocation. So in terms of, you know, speed, you know, fail fast, but speed to move is you want to be constantly looking to readjust your budget on a quarterly basis to be putting more resources against your winners and pulling resources away from your losers. So you don't want to pull a resource away from a business and make it into a loser um, or different parts to the business, but you do want to be backing winners and you want to be resource or budget dynamic, if you like. And we'll talk about the need for to being you know really dynamic with your budget and not kind of set in concrete. So it's about what portions of your budget are available for reallocation on a quarterly basis. Uh, we're going to be talking next week about capital expenditure and why it's important to be spending some of that capital on mergers and acquisitions, uh, investment in people, research and development with a view to trying to hit that big top line uh, size in terms of revenue growth uh, and then obviously uh, stay on trend. Uh, we're going to talk about productivity improvements. So for those of you that are hardcore into management systems, we'll talk about productivity improvements. And then if your business, if the industries that you're in are maturing, we'll also talk about differentiation improvements. So that's what we're going to get into next week. Uh, just a quick live video this week, just to touch points with you. I'm not seeing, seeing too many comments there in the live stream. Uh, good morning, Shalika. Thanks for joining us. Uh, so if you are watching live um, and if you have got any questions, let me know in the comments if this was helpful. 
We're only going to be here for a couple more minutes. We're going to move on. Um, sorry we were late today, um, but what we're going to do is, um, okay, we've got Cam, I've got Cam and Luke here in the studio helping us. Uh, excellent. Okay. Um, and so uh, there's not too many comments today. We're going to circle back next week. Sorry we're late. We had a couple of things on uh, getting going. Our studio's been worked on, so, um, so that's helping. We'll ha hopefully have our studio finished next week and soundproof, and we'll be right into lots more content for you guys. Uh, so uh, we'll get an email out to everybody. Thanks for watching today. Get your questions ready. So I'll just quickly go in summary. I'll, I'll do a deeper dive. I'm here to ask questions. So if you're running an organization or if you're part of an organization and you want more insights, you want more help with this, the Q&A is most important. It's going to help me expand this out and give you more meaningful content. You can dominate the comments, ask your questions, and I'll help you uh, increase and grow your business. So if you're someone who's looking to grow your business or someone who's looking to help to grow the organization you work for, that's what this is all about. Okay, so size in revenue, uh, increasing your revenues, increasing your debt capacity, having a look at what research and development projects you've got going on and what's happening with those, what's happening with industry trends, what's happening with geographical trends. That's a summary from today. I'll do a summary again. I'll go over it next week. Uh, if you're interested in reading a heap more about this, get yourself a copy of Beyond the Hockey Stick. Uh, it's available on all on books, online bookstores. I don't get any commissions or anything from this, but I tell you what, I'm going to be making millions of dollars as a result of actually implementing this advice. So we're implementing it in a project right now here at Best Practice. Uh, it's part of our annual strategic planning. We're going to be doing that on the 16th of February, 2021. So for your 2021 commercial growth strategy, make sure you're looking in the right places for your guidance and advice. And that book is an excellent resource. So for $30, you know, it's, it can create millions of dollars worth of benefit to the organization and save heaps of costs in making sure you're making smart decisions in your organization for 2021. Particularly given the pandemic is just going to continue for at least the most of the remainder of 2020, if not, if not spill into 2022. So, okay, uh, no comments, no questions. So we might move on. Uh, thanks very much, very much everybody for joining us. Um, and we're going to get back into this next week. So if you don't see us out and about, on social media over the next couple of days. You will definitely see us live right here next week. Same time, same place. Apologies, we're about 15 minutes late this morning just sorting out some technical issues. And I had a meeting run over time. So we will be on time next week. And we'll bring in everybody in from our email list. We'll see you next week as we're talking and finishing off the conversation about how to build and develop your 2021 commercial growth strategy. I've talked about the elements. I'm going to talk about how you actually do it. What's the process you need to go about to actually build the 2021 growth strategy. So bring on your friends and colleagues from your organization. Get your management team on watching live next week and share the video with them so that I can help you grow your organization and protect its future so everybody can succeed in your organization in 2021. Okay, thanks guys. Thanks very much. Bye for now.